0: Yeah a wonderful day today boy the weather sure is different today than it was on Friday so hopefully you had a grand time and hopefully you didn't get hit by that storm that rolled through on Friday I was just up at my girlfriend's she's on Round Lake in Wisconsin and the tornado came through there and just to get to their place her husband had to move almost 350 trees if not more he says I kind of lost track Uh, he's got all this heavy equipment and stuff like that and so it's my oh uh, that such devastation, these trees that are like probably two, three hundred years old, these oak trees that had just snapped. And it was so sporadic as you went up there, as far as where it hit and what got leveled and what got skipped. And uh, the corn crop up there is total done. <laughs> no corn come now. The soybeans didn't get hurt, but those that corn sure did. It got bent, even though it wasn't that tall. It was probably, I don't know, shoulder high, I think, uh, if that. Well, I'm five six. So anyway, but oh, so I just, that's all. I'm sorry. I don't mean to yell, but to yawn, but I, I took a jaunt up there because she called this morning and told us about it. They worked 14 hours yesterday just trying to get things out of the way. And so, uh, the, uh, that's the Taylors. I don't know if you heard me talk about them before, the, uh, Kim and John Taylor. So, uh, yeah, but luckily they're grabbing, which is a garage and, and it's a cabin. So it's a grabbing, uh, didn't get touched. Uh, they had, uh, what's the old outhouse where it's kind of like the boat house. You put all your swimming stuff and stuff like that. That didn't get touched. Her patio furniture, nothing, but took out this ginormous oak tree. And so, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just really strange on how things fall and what happens and all the houses around there uh just yeah, it's crazy, and see I went through the o eight tornado in Hugo, and that was basically homes that wasn't you know the the trees that this you know took out it's just it's unbelievable and their their dock left, and they acquired many other docks that came into there uh pontoons upside down, there a pontoon upside down yeah oh it's just it's it's just devastating, just devastating. But anyway, and I want to wish I heard I'm sure you all heard by now, uh on Friday, Alexis Thompson ag- uh, announced some wonderful wonderful news. Uh she is pregnant and she's due in January and I am so happy for both uh Anhil and Alexic. They well she announced it on the show, their show, she's with Jason in the morning from, you know, 5:30 to to 9 here on My Talk. And so when they she announced it everybody there was like <laughs> dead air. <laughs> like what did you say? Huh? Huh? Yeah oh, they thought that she was like joking or yeah. something they yeah. were like what? Yeah. Nah. Yeah and so I was just kind of like <laughs> Did you hear? I mean, like yelling at the radio. Repeat, Did you hear? i quick. <laughs> clean out your ears. Yes. And so I'm just going, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So I, I tip my hat and I am so, I mean, they, they are like the perfect parents. I mean, they are the most kindest a generous couple that you'd ever want to meet. Yeah, oh, so yes. Yeah. They they're are so gonna fun. They're just wonderful. And you know, they buy and sell old mm-hmm. toys. Well, what better? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Good gravy. That's, oh, that's now gonna they're going to actually keep them instead of selling them. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. And uh, they're not going to find out. I'm really proud of that too. They're not going to, they wanted to be a surprise to see what they're going to have. And so I, I I tip my hat to anybody that does that because I, I didn't know. Well, back in the day, that was 25 <laughs> years ago. You know, but now it's just the thing, the revealing party and all that stuff. And it's like, no. A lot of times not knowing gets you through some pretty heavy duty stuff because you're still, you know, you're, okay, okay, whatever you are, please be nicer to me. <laughs> yeah
1: No, I mean, my sister, her she didn't do like a gender reveal oh she didn't no so like i mean her husband did oh. but she was not i mean she just was there she didn't okay. organize anything or want anybody to organize it but like parents came up to like her husband and were like hey we want to do this we yeah. want to and he's like okay whatever uh, you know and they already knew what it was so it wasn't like a big reaction but it okay. was just like yeah. so like one of the ones that they did was um they filled ornaments with the colored powder. And because he's a hockey coach, he had his hockey team take oh, the- like take slap shots at, oh, okay. at the ornaments that okay. were hanging oh, okay. in the net, and then once it hit it, the powder would, you know, splatter all over the ice, and and then it was pink. And then, yeah, it was pink. So oh, good gravy, good gravy. But she was like, "Yay, okay, yeah, I've known that for about two weeks, but okay,
0: yeah." But no so I yeah. I I've never that is so awesome they've been married they've been together 18 years and we've been married 9 years so so Alexis if you're listening congratulations and same with Anya yeah the the best is yet to come many sleepless mm-hmm. n- nights but boy is That's, it going to well worth it yep so Okay. Okay, so if you got any questions, please give our 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Keep me busy today. Keep me awake. After raking, I that's when I went up there, I said, oh, I can't just stand here and do nothing. They're wading in the water, pulling out dock pieces, you know, and of like, well, I really don't want to go in the water. Uh, so, uh, uh, what, oh, so I, well, let me rake. Got to rake? Right. <laughs> Take your pick. There's yeah. about four or five <laughs> of them, you know. So, uh, so I was raking, so now my arm's, so now it's like, oh, now I need a nap. I've been raking. So anyway, so I need you guys to keep me up here. So give me a holler, all right? Give me some questions to answer. 651-641-1071. Uh, this week, uh, I've gotten a couple more people, you know, uh, dogs that you you try to get something from them. And they, you know, let's say the sock, all right? And and you go towards them and they slip you know, right down, Right. Okay, so I mentioned this before. I'm going to mention it again. You know, anytime your dog has something in their mouth, do not go towards them. What you're going to do is teach a trick that's going to be, you're going to say the word treat, and then you're going to go to the same place in the kitchen or whatever type thing and open that drawer, that cupboard, and you know how that treat bag makes that sound. (laughs) Open the treat bag, and then what you're going to do is look at treat. And if the dog has not already dropped what's in his mouth, what you're going to do is you drop a treat kind of close by, you, then he's going to drop what he's got in his mouth. You step on, let's say, the sock, and then say treat again and flip one out further. And when the dog goes out to get that further one, then bend over and pick whatever was in his mouth. So please don't, like I say, don't go towards the dog when he's got something in his mouth that you want because a lot of dogs become possessive and somebody's going to get hurt or they're going to quick swallow it and had you t- taught him the word treat you know the trick then and all would be right now you don't have a four thousand dollar surgery to open your dog up because a sock got stuck all right so because some dogs are just like that and there's no sense in going up against the dog you know to get it out of his mouth because someday one of these days he if he can't slurp it he might bite you so so teach him there just it just a couple times a day practice it give him one of his toys and then get up, we'll say the word treat, and walk to wherever it is, open it up, and just use non who have got those really, the good, uh, the jerky treats. Oh, good gravy. Was. the Those jerky treats are phenomenal, and the dogs are just going nuts over them, and they break apart so easy, and you just want to give small pieces. You don't want to give big piece pieces, all right? So teach that trick now. Do it two, three times a day, and then have everybody in the family also, you know, try it so that everybody knows when the dog has got something in his mouth, this is what we do, all right?
1: So, who's up to bat? Alright, sounds good. So, we're going to talk to Amy. Amy has a question about um, how to get her dog to stop barking at neighbors. No ah, <clears throat> barking at the neighbor bit. <laughs> yes, yes, yes.
2: yes. Hi. Hi, Amy. How you doing? Hi, good. So, we adopted our George Bananas from Coco's Heart a few years ago. Okay, thanks for adopting. So that's the best place. Um, yes. So, we live right in town in Stillwater near downtown. And so, there are always neighbors or tourists walking by and he can't stop barking, and I, I've done the squirt bottle, I've done the can thing that you said. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually took your class when he was a little guy, and he failed puppy kindergarten basically. Well, how did he fail? Um, <laughs> he just—he's the only dog that wouldn't listen, yeah. and he's really good in every other way. He's uh-huh. just the best lover, um, but we can't figure out how to get him to not bark at neighbors because, of course, he thinks he's protecting his house. Wait, okay, he what, what kind of dogs dog? His property. What kind of dog? Um, he's like a terrier boxer. Mix. And how old? I mean, how, how many pounds? He's about 40 pounds. Okay. He is four years old. All right. Almost five. Okay.
0: Uh, the only thing that really works, you know, is he barking in the house at them outside? Yes. Okay. Uh, and so the the can and the water didn't do anything? No. Okay. So then what we're going to try is that you're going to put, uh, you know, like let him drag a six foot nylon leash around. Do you, mm-hmm. are you using any kind of training collar?
2: Um, no, he
0: just has a harness on like for walks. Okay. Okay. Uh, when you go for walks, does he pull in the harness slot?
2: No, we don't allow. Cause okay. of what you said, we good. just stop and we think, ah, ah, you oh, know, good. like in your voice.
0: Good, good. Okay. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> that voice. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. So, so the general world is he walks nicely with you. He doesn't scan in front of you. Correct. Okay, good. Okay, uh, cause, well, because harnesses really don't train. Oh, and so that's why mm-hmm. if you had some kind of a training collar, what you do is you let him drag the leash and the minute that he goes, you know, to, you know, when his body goes like he's going to start, you pick up that mm-hmm. leash, you know, and give it a pop and just say, leave it wrong. Uh, or yeah. say, if he does start barking, then you can use your quiet word. Hey quiet you know but at least yeah. now you can follow through with it that's the main name of the game can you hold on yeah we got to run to break and then we'll discuss okay. this on the other side all right okay sounds good thank you okay how many We're chicken trivia again tri- chicken we're learning about chickens here Hello, this is the Katie Kaydine Show. Thanks for tuning in. And hey to all the cabin people that are coming back. And you're listening to me during cabin drive time. So hi. All right. Uh, how the chickens, how long do chickens have to sit on their eggs to have the chickens hatch? Is it 18 days, 21 days, or 25 days?
1: Um, 18 days. Oh, nope, 21 days.
0: Ah, dang it. It's 21 <laughs> days for, for chickens to hatch. And, uh, the, the, The baby chicks, when they come out, if you look at the very end of their beak, there's like a little hook. There and that's what how they can peck to get out of the egg.
1: Yes, I knew that because in kindergarten we raised baby chicks and baby ducks. Oh, okay. Yep. yep. And then, Got the little thing that they could peck, yep. peck, 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 it's like peck. a little on. Yep.
0: Yep. 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 Isn't that cool? And they just yeah. Twenty-one their head. days from the time the hen sits on them to the time and ready for the only after nineteen hours in the uh, under the chicken. Nineteen hours. Okay, the chicken's brain is forming. Yeah, the head begins to form at twenty-two hours, uh, with the eyes forming in at twenty-four hours. And the heart formation is only one hour later. Okay. Day three, the beak, wings, and legs are forming. Day 13, the bodies are very well covered with feathers and claws are becoming visible. Day 14, the embryo turns its head towards the blunt end of the egg. By day 18, the growth of the embryo embryo is nearly complete. And then by 21 days, the chicks are hatched with the help of their egg tooth. Huh. Something interesting. Yeah, boy, talk about rapid growing. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Okay, let's head to Amy. Well, she's got a barking dog, about forty pounds, boxer mix. Are you with us still, Amy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's what personally, that's what I would. Uh, there's two ways you can go about this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is and, then, and that's putting a training collar on because the harness doesn't train. All right. And mm-hmm. so and if he's not listening to water, if he's not listening to the shake can, then what you need is like maybe the Star Mark collar, uh, S T A R M A R K, and then put okay. that on, put the leash on, let him drag it, and then like all of a sudden if he lurs, then you're gonna go leave it, and if he doesn't pick up the coll- you know the, the leash and give it a pop, leave it, and then redirect. Where's your ball? Where's his dad you know get him onto something else just don't stand there and wait for him to see if he's gonna do it okay if (laughs) if that doesn't work then um what you're gonna do if he let's say he bypasses that and now he has started barking you pick up that Mm -hmm. you know leash give it a pop hey quiet and ah quiet and then redirect okay. where's the ball where's what put him in his kennel for a little bit or whatever so that he can just be still and breathe otherwise the other thing is is a bark collar and they have two different kinds okay. of bark collars not the kind that you have that you give a buzz to you don't want that one what you want is okay. the one that is immediate reaction to their action now they have two kinds of they have the kind that gives a zing and then they have the kind that do a vibrate all right where there's no zing to it it's okay. just a vibrate and so like okay. it signals he barks he signals you know and then if he does if he barks Again, then he's going to get zinged, right? You want one that you set it, not one that keeps setting itself. You were you set it on one, two, three, whatever type thing you set on what what the you know. The the thing is gonna do, all right. And so okay. there are many different ones out there. Because um, with my Gilligan, you know, terrier terrorists. Okay, so I got the mm-hmm. one that vibrated, and it worked just great. Because he would, yeah, if I was there. But, but see, I'd be going down to the barn, and he's barking his head off. And then when my grandkids are here, you know, at the morning, I don't want them woke up. <laughs> so yeah. So I got yeah. that, and it was it it worked it worked great. And so the whole thing is is that, um, uh, so that's why by either you put in a training collar and let the let him drag the leash around and do it that way uh, because you tried the other ones that didn't or try, like I say, the, the the bark collars. Those are the only two things that you've got right now. And you don't say anything. Let the collar do, you know, he's got to think and be responsible for his own voice. All right? And then, like, okay. when he does get zinged, you know, just, you know, he's going to go, he's going to, whoa, what the same bananas was at. <laughs> you know, and so, you know, don't, you just, don't never mind, let him figure it out. And all of a sudden, he's gonna put two okay. and two together because now my Hank, I had to use one for my big 100-pound shepherd because when mm-hmm. somebody was outside, he didn't just go roof, roof, and then build. He came out and rattled windows, all right? I mean, I oh. didn't have, once if I said quiet, he'd quiet, then he was done. But I wanted yeah. him to be, stop, you know, and and be start out slowly, not just rattle the windows at the beginning. And uh, in two weeks, I had a whole, whole different dog, and he, the whole demeanor was a whole different deal. And I didn't even, I didn't need it anymore. I only needed it for two weeks, and I was done with it. Because awesome, he was, thank yeah. you. Okay, so good luck. Because that is okay, thank you. Have a good day. You bet. Bye bye. Because that is annoying when you got a dog that's barkity 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 and they just won't shut up, you know, type thing. So, and that's why I asked about walking on a leash. Because if he was walking nicely, or if he, if he was scanning, that means he doesn't, you know, he's he thinks he's cool and she's not. And so that's right too. Sometimes when they build a better relationship, but you just didn't know. Every dog is triggered by something, and sometimes that's what it is. All right, okay. You got a question? Give a holler six five one six four one one zero seven one. And who's up
1: next? Okay, we're gonna talk to Joe, and Joe has a question about um, where a good place would be to adopt a new dog okay. because she has two young children. Okay, sounds good. Hi, Joe. How you doing? Hi, good. Good, good. Okay, so how old are your
0: kids?
2: Two and three and a half, okay. and recently my two-year-old has been just getting such an, a good emotional connection to different dogs that she's been around and seen. They don't seem to scare away from some kind of jumpy dogs, mm-hmm. um, but I still want to be cautious with making sure that we get a good um, don't you know don't know if we should look for a younger dog like a puppy or an older dog um, and i don't even know what are the best organizations to adopt from
0: okay these are all good questions and and the first person when people call me and they're looking for a dog that have kids under eight, the first thing out of my mouth is don't get a puppy because puppies are okay. relentless and they see the kids as littermates, and they jump on them, they bold them over, those needle teeth rip their clothes and all of a sudden now what was you thought would be a good thing is now the kids are scared to death of the dog. Alright? And so that's okay. why that when you got, especially as young as your dogs, I mean your kids are, you want an older dog, preferably maybe about 3-4 years old. And the reason is because now they're out of the puppy mush brain and they're more calm and now you know who the dog is, how big he is, and if he even gets along with kids because a lot of dogs don't like kids the age that you have them because they're unpredictable they look like they're going right and then they go left and then they get into that bad mode and the dogs are like god just calm down (laughs) and so Mm -hmm. that's and that's why i you know this is do you how much do you want on a are you a stay-at-home mom
2: no, we okay. both my husband and I both work out. Okay. Because this
0: is a lot of undertaking. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's cute. Oh, the kids will grow up with the dog. Won't this be great? It's a lot of work. Dog in, dog out, dog in, dog out. Okay. And then now you're going to go play on the playground with the kids. Sometimes the dog can come with, sometimes it can't. You go on vacations, kid can come. Maybe the dogs can't. You know, what I mean, so the whole thing is, is this, for kids this young, that's enough for Kelgon. Take me away. Okay. <laughs> and, then, and then you, then you put in a dog in the mixture and, and then you've got to teach the children to respect the dog's face and space. The worst thing I can hear from anybody is when they say, oh, my kids can do anything to the dog. The hairs stand on the back of my neck, and I just go, I just hope this never happens. Because just even like the calmest person, if they're around kids too much, all of a sudden it's kind of like, you know, I'm looking for an exit to get out of here. These are overwhelming. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. what happens is that with, you know, kids want to hug the dogs. They want to, you know, climb on the dogs. They want to, you know, see how the eyes and the ears and the tail work and everything. And that's, you have to be the referee to teach kids how to not do that. And you have to be willing to do it because otherwise there's going to be a bite someday. Because no matter how calm the dog is, they have their limits. And so pretty soon one day it's just like, you know, I've had it with you kids and nobody's helping me here. I'm going to do it myself. And the dog will always, let's say the dog goes to get out away from the kids and goes underneath the the table or behind the couch. All right. Well, the kids don't know that, you know, the dog is trying to hide (laughs) because he's tired of not, you know, being the center of attention from the kids and so they you know now let's say they find them and they he, they're coming underneath the table the dog will growl like back off i don't want to deal with you right now kids don't know that at that age that you let you hear the growl back away they keep okay. coming and the dog in mind hey i warned you and now where do they get bit always in the face all right. Yeah. So that's why like I say two and three that's a lot on your plate and then to put a dog in, you know that that's really if you have family friends coworkers whatever let the kids enjoy the you know the dog at that time. I, I, I personally I'd wait till they got they got older, but then I still would get an older dog. I would not get anything for sure under 2 years old because there's way okay. too much puppiness in them, too much bouncy mm-hmm. bouncy jumpy jumpy, let's play let's play and the older they are, then they're have a tendency to be Calmer and accept things better. So okay, okay, all right. Thank Okay, you. good luck, kiddo. Take care. All right, thanks. Bye bye. All right. Yes, I, you know, I'm sorry. I don't mean the gloom and doom, but I just want reality. I want everybody to be happy and safe, and so that's that's what it is. Okay. What at what age? Alrighty then, that'd be me, Katie K nine. Thank you for listening and sharing your Sunday afternoon with me. I greatly appreciate it. Carly and I are here for your listening pleasure. <laughs> hey, and we got open lines. That doesn't happen very often, so please give a holler. 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Okay, at what age does a chicken start laying eggs? Three months, five months, uh or uh, ten months?
1: Uh, let's go with five months. Ding, 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 ding. Yes.
0: Okay. A chicken begins laying eggs at about five months of age. So there you go. All right. And remember, as the older the chickens get, the bigger their eggs become. And we just had a mama chicken hatch out. Oh, these banties are real small yeah. chickens. And they just, you know, we, we've got four of them left and uh yeah. and they just evaporate and you don't see them and you can't figure out i know you're sitting on eggs where are you sitting on eggs right and the other morning all i hear is beep 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 and i'm like oh, how many do you have and so anyway here comes nine nine following oh mommy. my beep, goodness beep, 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 beep. well then we have one that's sitting on Could you not she's sitting on 25 eggs
1: 25. 25 eggs. See, oh I I just
0: goodness. found her clutch. Yeah. When I, uh, she gotten up to go get a drink of water and eat and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was coming down the stairs to the barn and I look over and I'm like, are you kidding me? She laid them in and we had, there was hay in this, uh, pail yes. laid sideways. Yeah. And I'm like, really? So I took the time to count them. I didn't touch them, obviously. Yeah. And anyway, because uh, they turn them, and so you got to, don't, dis, don't disrupt that. But anyway, you yeah, had 25.
1: Oh, my goodness. We, the most
0: we ever had one hen, uh was 21. We had one hen, uh that hatched out 21 eggs, or uh, 21 peepers. And by Jiminy, uh, 17 of them, 17 of them lived. So, yeah, the, you can get their quick chicken population when you got good banty moms, I'll tell you. The cats don't even, they, they run when their moms are walking. Around with with those chickens. So anyway, hey, go to mytalk one zero seven one and get the podcast. Remember, up to the end of July, you got a chance to win a hundred dollars in fuel. So get the podcast from FM one zero seven. So go to mytalk talk1071.com. Also go to the Katie K nine uh, page, and the purpose of that is is because you can get my podcast. All our uh, all our shows are podcast. So if you miss something as you're driving or whatever, you can go pick it up on the podcast. And if you want to hear the revealing of uh, Alexis Thompson being pregnant. Uh, she's doing January. You can go to Jason and, uh, Alexis' show. And, uh, it says right there in the podcast, and, and we uh, Alexis' surprise or whatever. So if you want to hear the whole thing again, you you can do that. And then also, too, while you're there, uh, the, I also did, uh, passing notes. I was a brand day, uh, for da, Dawn's passing notes segment. And so, uh, go to that page there and you can hear my, me being a radio personality as far as a character. I guess that would be the better word for a Character. Okay. So if you've got a question, question give a holler 651-641-1071 and who's up to bat
1: okay we're gonna talk to amber and amber has a question about a sheep who that is nipping all right hi
0: amber how you doing great how are you good good how old's your pupper she'll be one at the end of this month oh she's still got puppy mush brain okay what's (laughs) uh, what's uh uh, nipping what she doing is it just something as you're walking what's going on
2: It's usually um, whenever we come home, or when my eight-year-old's playing with her, and then also when I'm like, if she's laying down in my lap and getting pet, she always wants to kind of nip your fingers, or at least not bite down, but just fill your fingers with her teeth. Okay. And I wasn't sure what that's about.
0: Okay, well that is well you got to remember you got a sheepdog here, right? And what was the sheepdog originally uh, bred with? I mean, bread to do is to herd. They're used to they're used to be in mo- mouthy orally. All right, and so okay. so so you got the you right. This is a shi- the sheep who is. I just want to clarify. This is a poodle and a sheep dog. All right, or only a uh, sheep a dog?
2: Shi- shih tzu poodle.
0: Oh wait a minute. Okay, so so okay, so it's a shitzu. A Yep. And yep.
2: It's poodle. all oh, yep. right. Oh,
0: okay, I thought it was okay. They, they see, they're blending poodles with everything, so that's why okay. I gotta be careful here. To feel, okay, what is this blended with? Okay, so you got a uh, Tzu, All right. Okay, so and, and and a year old. Okay, so then what you gotta do now when, when you're petting her and, and you know you could you never want to ever feel teeth. All right. Okay. So then, and what's happening is she's probably getting overstimulated. Do you play any wrestling games or tug of war games with her?
2: I've noticed my daughter and husband do, yes. Okay, we got to
0: stop that. Because you're teaching her to go be obnoxious, you know, to go up against you, kind of, and, you know, mm-hmm. to be more mouthy, more orally, and use them, all right? So I would stop mm-hmm. that. Go get a trick book, like 10-Minute Dog Training Games, or the mm-hmm. Best Trick Dog Ever. I think that's the name of the book. But anyway, uh, and so the, instead of their time playing tug-of-war and wrestling or whatever, is that they're going to take the time to actually make the dog sit still, focus, and hold a thought longer than a millisecond, all right? Right? And mm-hmm. then um, you can use just teeny tiny pieces of treats. Nutrisource has got really tiny small ones. They look like little rabbit turds, you know, but they're, they're, mm-hmm. and you can take your fingernail and even break those in half. Be so that because you don't want to get the dog fat. Okay. And their salmon ones is great because it stinks so bad and dogs love them. So anyway. Okay. So what you got to do is so, so let's say you're petting her and you can feel her teeth. Freeze your hand. Okay. Don't move it around. Just freeze it where it at. And then give the deep growl. Go ah, ah, wrong. Ah. Ah, wrong. And when mm-hmm. she start, when she starts licking your hands, just say thank you and just take your hand away and then redirect. Get onto something else. Let's go find your ball. Where's dad? Where's, you know, so-and-so. so and so. So get, get him onto something else. And so then eventually you should be able to pet her. And then minute you could feel her like, ah, 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 wrong. And so then she's going to, fine. And so then you just got to set a new pattern here. And and like I say, no rough housing games because you're teaching her to be rough. She's a year old. And so what's happening is that it's just like what I, I equate with two-legged kids. Okay, you got to, her mind right now is at like a terrible twos, all right? And mm-hmm. let's say the, two, the two-year-old, the 2 two-legged child, uh, you know, the dad wants to be, you know, tough, you know, so he's giving him noogies in the head and, hey, come on, you know, we could be, be tough, be tough, be tough. Well, so then all of a sudden you notice now the kids turn and Three and now you're getting complaints from other moms that you know your kid plays a little rough. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, he's been taught that, all right. Mm-hmm. So that's what we don't want to do is teach the teach this little gal. We don't want to teach her to be rough and tough. We want her to be nice. Yeah, she can play games. She can do tricks. She can do fetch. But she don't. You don't want her. You know, like you say, to be mouthy and oral. That's unacceptable behavior. So that's why right. anytime right. that you're petting her and you can feed, you know, she starts getting ah ah you gotta get deep in that voice. Ah, no bite or A. Hey, wrong. And, but keep your hand there. Don't take it away. Just keep it there. And then, like I said, the minute she starts to lick it, thank you. Don't say good girl. Remember that gets them all nutsy and the headsy. You just want to acknowledge your good behavior because she stopped. You just call me say thank you. And then take your hand away. And then if you, if she's now co- seems calm and kind of looks at you, then go ahead. Mm-hmm. To try to pet her again. But if she, here comes the tea. Ah, 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 ah. No. But The only time you say no bite is if you feel the teeth. Otherwise, if it looks like she's in the road to doing it, that's when you can go, ah, wrong. All right. Mm, and so that means, mm-hmm. no, don't even, don't even think it, little gal. Don't even think it. And then, like I said, then when she <laughs> does back off, it's thank you. Very nice. And like I said, just kind of depends on if you can see that she's just in one of those moods, <laughs> mm-hmm. then maybe put her on the floor and say, okay, let's play fetch or let's go play hide and seek or I'm going to hide some treats around the house and you're going to go find them. You know, move her on to something else. Cause every, at this age, they're testing you to see what you're going to do about something and so that's what it yeah so it's like okay i'm doing this what are you going to do about it or is this acceptable behavior and so that's what you've got to set to you know and you got to make sure everybody's on board on this if you have to do the replay on this and play it back for your (laughs) your husband and your daughter (laughs) and so that they understand it's really important because later on you could introduce play you know tug of war but right now you're setting the mindset of an adult you know what's what is going to be the mindset of an adult dog, right? Am I going to be a, a rough and tougher, tougher, or am I going to be just okay? I'll play. Let's go. You know, where as they'll amp up when you want, but then you can get them to stop too. So you're laying the groundwork for future what you're going to what you're going to have. That's why in, in the cat world, I've got four kittens right now. Don't ask why, but anyway, uh, anyway, and I really see how some people interact with these kittens. I said, don't do that. I said, you're teaching that cat, the kitten to be not nice. You know, to use his teeth. Mm-hmm. You're getting them all riled up. Don't do that. You know, teach them just how to lay in your lap and just be, you know, kind and chase the ball and, you know, such like that. But none of this, you know, some people want to like lay them on their back and like put their hand over their face and, you know, and was mm-hmm. like, no, 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 don't do that. And that's the same thing with a lot of puppies. They want to play, you know, the tug of war. And I still remember yeah, where this, uh, she too ha- is uh, uh, hooked onto like a towel, and and they're pulling mm-hmm. it around the kitchen, and they just think that is cool. And it's like, no, that's not cool. Number one, that's going to hurt that dog. You realize the jaws, and then the, what it does to the back and the feet. But anyway, and so yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a party pooper. I, I get that, but I just I like to err on the side of okay. Let's. There's so many neat things that you can do with dogs that uh, that's out there that is constructive, and then it builds a good, nice, natured, all around, well behaved dog. All right,
2: another quick question is she seems to only want wet dog food and not kibble okay um is that typical? She's kind of a picky eater, and okay. I thought, oh well, you know, is it okay if she just gets the wet dog food? okay well, or? it
0: depends what what but uh, it yes and no, if that makes any sense you know if you want to do you know it's the small is this your only dog that you have? Yep, yep. Okay, and see, like, the dry food, I don't know if you listened before, I never feed dry food dry. I put whatever I'm going to feed, and I put it in a bowl, and I put hot tap water on it until it floats nicely. And then I put it aside, mm-hmm. I wait for all the water to be gone. All right. And mm-hmm. then um, uh, and the kibble is going to be soft. And then I put my supplements in, flip it up and then give it to the dog. All right. So now okay. uh, the canned food, I would also like may- maybe try some dehydrated or some freeze dried. Get some rotation in there because you got to remember to be canned. It's pretty well, pretty cooked. It's pretty processed. All right. So that's why I get okay. some good veggies in there and such like that so that then he, the dog has an overall well balanced dog food or, you know, diet plan, I should say. All right.
2: Yes. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. it is easier
0: that the, the canned food is easier for them to digest. That's why they have a tendency to get fat on it because they can mm-hmm. absorb. It. They don't have to break it down. You know, with the dry food, they've got to drink enough water to try to hopefully expand it to process this. And it's just the whole thing. And that's why I never feed dry food dry. I always make sure I get it absorbed all the water, make sure the food is soft. And then if it, and you might try that with some of the dry, it might work. And NutriSource now just has a brand new small bites that came out. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're really, really small. You should look mm-hmm. into that. Go to com and check out their okay. new Small Bites recipe because it's really cool. Okay? Okay, great. Thank okay, you. kiddo. Take care. All right. I, she's in there. Yeah. Fever is going, crazy <laughs> Now! Okay. Uh, did you know... Hello. Thanks for tuning in. All right. It's a nice sunny afternoon, unlike Friday when it... Guys turned green and was not good and up by Chicago and such like that and over into Wisconsin. Say, so you got open lines. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Call in your questions. Your cat questions or your, uh, feline questions or your dog questions. Yeah. Take them both. All right. Okay. What Okay. Uh, this, this, I don't get this one. Okay. Did you know chickens? Have their own version of the morning after pill. I did not know. Okay, if you're ready for this, and I cannot, I don't. I'm very curious. Yes, I don't understand <laughs> this, and I yeah. I still have a hard time computing this. Right. Okay, if she decides after mating that she does not want a particular rooster offspring, usually when he's a lower in the pecking order. Yeah. She can eject the sperm. What? Yes. She can inject e- eject his sperm. That's I, weird. The weird is like, how, how does she know what does she want? After she gets done doing it, turn around and go, yeah, never mind. Yeah, Eject. just kidding. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, thanks, for no thanks. No, okay. So that, yeah, that's crazy. That's enough. so weird. Oh, well. Okay. Give a holler. 651-641-1071. Okay. Now, essential oil. Remember we had Amy DeLong on Amy DeLong, AmyWilliamsDeLong.com, I do believe. But anyway, uh, some essential oils for dogs. And then I want to go over. You know, lavender is uh, soothing skin irritation and inflammation, wounds, burns, insect bites and stings, relaxing relaxing muscles, aches and pains, calm a, calming anxiety, hyperactivity, hypersensitivity to touch and sound, support for bacterial and viral infection, and then fungal infection and like wingworm. That's lavender and cedar wood Atlantic. To make sure you get the right one, that's calming and soothing for anxiety and fears. Insect repellent, clears mucus and congestion, respiratory support, and kennel cough, and supports during times of transition. That's Cedarwood Atlantic, all right? All right, then another one is Sweet Maro Jam, M-A-R-J-O-R-A-M, Maro Jam, whatever, Jar jam whatever. Okay, now the, what that is for digestive upset, constipation, colic, uh, bloat, gas, relieving muscles, aches, pain, stiffness, and arthritis, immune and respiratory support, fever, congestion, coughing, uh, calming anxiety and fears, separation anxiety, um, is uh, providing relief from hypersensitivity to touch. Like PTSD. Okay, then sweet orange, soothing tummy upsets and nausea, stimulating appetite, calming anxieties, fears, hypersensitivity, tension, uh, cleansing, deodorizing, and uplifting scent, fosters confidence. And then uh, VETIVER, V E T I V E R, Okay, grounds and calms hyperactive and reactive dogs, uh, calming anxiety, fears and aggression, relieving muscle aches, pain, stiffness and arthritis, promotes relaxation, and soothes dry, cracked, irritated skin. So those are a couple of them: lavender, cedarwood, Atlantic, sweet mayo, marl jam, uh, and then the that. Ifter, V E R. All right, so there you go. So give out all our, All right, so those are just some things. Now remember, if you are using diffu- diffusers, please don't run them all the time. You know, run them for a couple hours, turn them off, because dogs are very and cats are very sensitive to that. And if you got any questions, you can about that. You, you know, uh, give uh, go to her website. That's Amy A M Y Delong Amy Williams Delong about essential oils. She's the
1: guru and the go to gal. Okay, let's go to the line. Sounds good. We're going to go to Chad, and Chad has a question about potty issues. All right, yeah. potty issues.
2: Hey, Chad, how you doing? Hey, hey, Ms. Katie, I'm doing well. Thank you. Good, good. So What's up? She's got a year-and-a-half-old Aussie doodle okay. in good health, and um, she doesn't potty inside at all, but when she goes potties outside and when she tinkles, she will squat two or three times before she really decides to go. Is that an issue at all? I've yeah. not had any other dogs do that before.
0: Okay, so she squats to go, but then she doesn't go. She gets up, moves, tries it again, gets up, moves, tries it again.
2: Yep. Yes, ma'am.
0: Okay. Um, have you now? Have you noticed when she goes? Now, is there a lot that comes out at the time? Like when she, she totally relieves goes, herself? Yeah,
2: she'll stay. Squ- she'll stay squatted for a good little while once she finally. Okay. She decides to go.
0: Now, do you know, as she's try, starting to squat, now, what's her head doing? Is she, like, sniffing things, you know, looking around, or is she concentrating on what she's doing?
2: Um, she's looking around until she decides to go.
0: Okay, because <clears throat> sometimes it's kind of like... You know, you sit down on the potty and you think that you really got to go and all of a sudden you see something. You know, it's just right. kind of like, oh, what's that? So then all of a sudden you don't start yet, right? Okay, and so then you sit back down and then you oh, you see that magazine. Oh, now, you know, so you've distracted <laughs> yourself a sure. couple of times before you actually let your bladder release. So if any, two things, if, you know, if you're really worried, have a urinary, a urinalysis done to make sure she okay. doesn't have any kind of, uh, you know, uh, urinary tract infection or whatever type thing. But my guess is that because she's she's probably a very busy dog with that with that cross that she like I say squats and then all of a sudden sees a bird okay and then it's like what no uh, and then then does it again and that would be my guess but uh, you, when in doubt always have check out and make sure that everything is okay that is then you know for sure it's just a behavioral so have you know have your analysis done and just to, to make sure you, you know how to catch the the girls um, what you do is take like a a, a, a cool whip you know top okay and yep. she squats to go okay and then then kind of slide it underneath because you don't need much you really don't everybody thinks they've got to get like a whole bucket full <laughs> sure. you don't need much and then you can put that in like a baby food jar or a tupper with a tupperware bottom of the cool whip thing just pour it into that and then you got your your sample so that because girl dog okay, can Thank get you. kind of tricky so yeah so that's what i would try okay
2: awesome thanks Katie. you bet
0: have a great one kiddo bye-bye you too bye-bye yeah, because you know sometimes that's good though. He's being a good dad because he's noticing, you know, so he's on top of things. So that oh, is there a problem or maybe not? All right, okay.
1: Who's up next? Okay, we can start with Jules. Jules has a question about her dog that's recovering from pancreatitis. Ah, okay. Hi, Jules. How you doing? Hi, Katie. Uh, what What's going on?
2: Yeah, so um, our our best guess is that it's um, for how our labs showed up, but. Um the reason I'm calling today is because he is not a fan of the prescription vet diet, <laughs> so we're making our own bland diet. Uh-huh. And I'm just looking for some different recipes that we can change it up with and also to not get him so like hooked and spoiled on this special diet.
0: Okay. Okay. Um uh, how old yeah. what kind of dog and how old?
2: Oh sorry, he is a eighteen or sorry, he's an eight year old Bernice Mountain dog.
0: Okay. Has he he's had two hundred
2: and fifteen has- pounds. Oh my now would you consider him overweight? Uh, No, this is the lowest she's been in years.
0: Okay, but I mean, I know, but you know, I know Brittany's a big dog, but I mean, is he a good weight or is he overweight?
2: The the vet is happy with his weight right now. Okay, Okay. good. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, uh, What you want to do is that you need to go and do your your two things. You need to go to dogsnaturallymagazine.com. Okay. And then put in pancreatitis. Okay. And then learn for yourself. Because that's the whole thing is that there's so much to know about this and then, and then pancreatitis and then what foods did I, you know, the dog that's having pancreatitis problems. And, uh, so that's what you want to, to look up. Now, is this the first bout with pancreatitis or has this happened before?
2: Yes. No, this is the first time. Okay, and
0: we think it's because she got into some butter on the counter. Okay, now butter ain't gonna do it. Usually, uh, the, the, the because that's the thing is that it doesn't. It, something little like that doesn't make pancreatitis. That's something that okay. you know it gets it builds, and then all of a sudden, hello, now you have attacks. All right, same in the okay. human world. It's not just because you ate one thing, but I would go to that that Dogs Naturally magazine and also HealthyPets.Mercola.com. All right. And then th- okay. th- then start in learning and doing things naturally and then you know Dr. Jessica Levy that's on my show. Okay, holistic-vet-care.com. Get her ideas too, okay? Okay. Okay, have a-